Hello and welcome to Murder on Her Mind. I'm Caitlin O'Malley and I'm your host of this podcast. Alright guys, welcome. Happy Tuesday. Um, I hope you're all having a wonderful day. I know it was like snowed over the weekend here in Calgary, so that's beautiful. It's getting me all in my Christmas spirit. Um, I'm obsessed with Christmas, so I'm sorry if I start talking about it in November. Um, but you know, it's just something to look forward to in these times. It's it's really scary out there. All last week, my work was just basically just getting down our throats about being safe and you know more protocols that we have to do and that we all can't be in the back room at the same time and everything so all these new but pretty much the same as they were before changes that we're doing so um that's kind of getting scary there is talk of a second lockdown now so um i just don't know what that's gonna be like for everyone here in canada with our winter months like it's very very cold sometimes it's like you can just go out and you know just dilly dally outside like it's it's a lot more harder so I'm glad that I have my treadmill now to kind of keep me busy and obviously this podcast I can you know go into a lot more detail with um my crime stories and everything so hopefully that'll be okay honestly I I feel fine about the whole thing I'm very like positive I feel like it'll all be okay and it'll be over before we know it um we just gotta get through these tough times first it's overwhelming like money wise like i hate thinking about that um but you know this is something that is completely out of my control and i can only do what's in my control which is go to work take one day at a time um i'm of course recording on friday because it's my day off and this is what i always do so today i actually have a therapy appointment which i'm so excited about it's my first therapy appointment since um god when would that have been probably february before i went to um london and portugal so um, i'm really happy to kind of get back into the swing of that um i think it'll be nice it'll be different but i just i just want to kind of get back into it because i feel like it was really good for me and i just enjoy doing it and talking and you know getting things off your chest um and you know there's no shame behind therapy at all i think there's such a weird stigma behind therapy and there shouldn't be like you know you have back pain your stomach hurts you you can't see properly you can't hear properly what do you do you go to the doctor so when you can't think of things properly mentally in your head why is it such a bad thing to go and talk to someone you know we are all about fixing our physical health but when it comes to our mental health there's just people feel ashamed and they shouldn't it's just as important if anything it's more important because sometimes your mental health is what can bring on your uh, put a damper on your physical health too so um i think it's very very important and and i'm i'm really like in the last few years now i've become a lot more um aware of that um so yeah i don't know it's just something i'm doing and then i have tarot card reading later on this evening as well so i'm really excited about that um i really like the tarot card reading it was a massive eye-opener for me personally um so yeah I, I just really enjoyed it and it's um one of my friends who does it as well and i don't know where all that well personally but it's an, it's like enough of like a boundary that she doesn't know enough about me that it's like oh she knows already like 
you know when you're reading the cards and stuff like it's nothing like that like i and she's very very professional with like what she does unfortunately she had like a women's circle on tuesday night i think it was and just after my boss coming in on monday and kind of being like nope any social gatherings that are unnecessary don't go and so i kind of have to cancel that and um just have to leave it and it's true like anything that i don't necessarily have to go to i won't go um i just rather be safe like i don't even want to risk getting a cold now at this point to be honest just so i don't have to take four days off work and then you know it's just a whole big rigmarole now honestly like um I'm, I'm sick of it honestly but i'm still afraid of it and i still want to I, I still want to be safe with everything so um and the difference is, is like when people say they're sick of it they're like oh fuck it like i'm just gonna go out and i'm gonna party like no like i'm sick of it but i'm still gonna be safe whether you believe it or not whether you think it's real i don't think it's worth taking the chance and risking other people get sick until there maybe is a solution or until it does die down and that's another reason why we should be thankful for like mother modern day medicine as well um so we can get back to our fucking normal lives and nobody wants this and then on top of all that we got the beautiful u.s elections happening i cannot believe i was watching so many videos of people like bordering bordering up their um their shops and their restaurants um it's really crazy what's happening in the you know it's never happened in a u.s election before um it's quite scary and because we're the country above them it's like it's really interesting to watch from up here honestly um you know us living in alberta it's a oil and gas province and there's a lot of people wearing you know trump shirts or you know um oh alberta for trump or whatever fucking bullshit they're coming out with like i'm it's so hard for me to just look at i've unfollowed so many people and you know what like i know like a lot of people are like well no like confront them educate them i'm like no i don't have the energy and i don't have the time like fucking you're you're never gonna be able to please everyone and not everyone will always be pleased right so um as much as it is bad like you just say you believe in what you believe in and you just hope that people understand like where you're coming from and maybe you know there was a lot of things that i learned too with like black lives matter like it was a massive thing and um with the police and everything about there was so much stuff i was learning from that as well because i never really understood why people i understood why people were against the police but i didn't really understand the whole thing against like police brutality and then you start reading into numbers and um you know reports that have happened you know down in the states but also in canada um it's crazy it really is crazy and i think a lot of people don't want to look into that because it's reality and um they see the police as a safety and you know really and truly that's what they should be there for but sometimes they do use abuse against power right so um and i know not everyone will agree with this when i'm talking about this i understand that um and that's okay like you can have your opinion and this is just mine and um i try not really to get into this stuff but you know it is what's happening in today's age and we do need to be aware of it and we do need to talk about it um so yeah that's kind of all that's going on in my life um i finally get to see one of my really good friends on sunday hopefully so i'm really really pumped about that um 
And yeah, I really think that's all that is going on. I'm watching that new show. I think, I can't remember what it's called now. I have to quickly look it up. I think it's the Queen, it's a Queen Gambert or something like that. She's in Split. Um, you know, that one, oh God, see, I'm terrible with fucking names. It's so bad. I'm just gonna name off a whole bunch of movies that I know she's in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, it, it looks really good. I got onto the first episode and immediately it was so intriguing um, to see what it was like. So I'm excited to finish watching that and I'm just gonna finish recording today. I have therapy in the middle of the day, then I have my tarot card readings right after that and I still have to record a second episode. So my Fridays are always really, really booked up, which I kind of like. Like I like that I can just be busy on my day off doing stuff that I like to do. Um, I'm not just sitting around twiddling my thumbs. So um, yeah, that's everything that's going on in my world. Um, I haven't really been listening to anything else oh I, again those listen to the armchair expert with dax shepherd that's really good i really enjoy listening to him he's actually really hot as well like i followed him on instagram and i'm like my god i remember i used to have a crush on him in the movie zathora now people my age will probably know what that is it's like i think it was a disney channel movie about these two boys the one boy is from bridge terabithia He's also in a shit ton of other movies. Don't ask me what his name is. Couldn't tell ya. Um, he's in that. And um, it's about these two boys and they're playing the board game. But the board game becomes like real life. Like almost like Jumanji except they go into space. And there's all these. And it's a space game. Like The, the board game is to do with space and like a space shuttle and everything. And then a car comes out each time. And you basically, uh, each card that comes out you have to like figure a way for the solution. Because the card is always bad. Like these weird robot things that come in and destroy the house and then there's uh, a meteor shower and they have to figure out a way to stop the meteor shower and blah 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 and the next thing um it's save the astronaut and Dak Shepard comes in looking fucking fine as hell my god he's so hot in that movie I remember I don't know how old it must have been like maybe 13 or 12 or something I don't know and I was like you spicy motherfucker oh my god just so hot anyways um he had Matthew McConaughey on his last episode that I was listening to. Another spicy little chicken nugget, may I add. He's just so hot. And his voice as well. And also, I fangirled so hard when I was reading stuff about Matthew McConaughey that a lot of his movies, um, well, sorry, I shouldn't say a lot of his movies. Um, one of my favorite movies of his, what I was trying to say, is Interstellar. And that was filmed a lot in Alberta. I was so happy when I heard that. It was um, filmed in High River, out in Blackie. There were so many movies actually filmed in Alberta. And I think it's because we have such a wide variety of terrain. You have the Rockies. You have Drumheller, which is completely different to the Rockies. It's desert. It is just literally no man's land. It is crazy out there. There's tumbleweeds, everything. It's so, I couldn't believe it. And it's only like, what, like two hours from my house, if that. And then you go out and you start heading south and it's just prairie land and flat and fucking, I don't know what, like just farming and shit. So there's all these rural little towns and stuff and you know it's just got such a wide variety of places to see and things to do it's really a place for everyone massive lakes and i mean not as big as they are in ontario or maybe out in bc but still like we just have a, it's really cool here actually in alberta 
Um, I really enjoy living here. I have to say, I'm pretty grateful for that. Anyways, I'm blabbing on here, so I'm gonna just cut right to the chase and let's get into this uh, episode. I can't believe I'm on episode 14. Um, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Get the word out there, guys. Like, I'm absolutely loving to check like where in the world people are listening to. Um, I just think it's just so fascinating to me. Like, I, I get so excited. Like, oh man, the world is such a big place, and to think that someone's listening to me, and I'm just in my little basement in Calgary, living life, just amazes me. It really does. Anyways, right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're going to be doing the case of Elisa Lam. Enjoy. Alrighty, so let's get into episode 14. I can't believe we're there already. Um on Elisa Lam. So this is a crazy story. Um I saw it on a documentary, don't ask me where, can't remember where it was. It was so long ago, but I remember seeing it a very, very long time ago. I actually might have been like watching it on like Facebook on like BuzzFeed Unsolved. Um, so I know I like seen it somewhere, but I, I can't remember if it was like on a TV show or something. So, anyways, um, this kind of has everything in it. It's a little bit of a mystery. It's a little bit of, you know, paranormal, some mental illness, and it's just got so many unanswered questions. So, let's get right into it. Um, the body of Elisa Lam, also known by her Cantonese name Lam Hon Yi. April 30th sorry she was born April 30th 1991 and she um, was found dead sometime in February of 2013. She was a Canadian student at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver and her body was recovered from a water tank at the top of the Cecile Hotel in downtown Los Angeles on February 9th 2013 sorry February 19th 29th February 19th 2013 third time's a she had been reported missing at the beginning of the month. Maintenance workers at the hotel discovered the body was investigating guest complaints of a problem with the water supply. Her disappearance had been widely reported, interest and had increased five days prior her body's discovery when the Los Angeles Police Department released a video of the last time she was known to have been seen on the day of her disappearance by an elevator security camera. Right off the bat, I'm going to say go on YouTube right now and find that video because it is the most fucked up thing you'll watch. It is just so creepy. I cannot get over how creepy it is. She's just, it's very, it makes me feel very on edge watching that. In the footage, Lam is seen exiting and re-entering the elevator, talking and gesturing in the hallway outside and sometimes seeming to hide behind within, sorry, hide within the elevator, which in herself appears to be malfunctioning. The video went viral on the internet with many viewers reporting that they have found it unsettling. Explanations range from paranormal claims of paranormal involvement and bipolar disorder from which Lam suffered. It has also been argued the video was altered prior to the release. The circumstances of Lam's death was once uh, once she was found also raised questions, especially in light of the Cecile's story history in relation to other notable deaths and murders. Her body was naked with most of her clothes and personal items floating in the water near her. It took the LAPD uh, county coroner's office from four months after repeated, delay, repeated delays to release the autopsy report 
which reports of no evidence of physical trauma and states the manner of death was an accident. Guests of the Cecile, now rebranded as Stay on Main, soon to the, uh, sued the hotel over the incident and Lamb's parents filed a separate suit later that year. Um, there was also a horror movie actually based on this um, and it was called Dark, Dark Water and it's basically like... Um, I'll kind of go into detail at the end of it but it's um I, I personally haven't seen it but I was just reading about it and I mean I, I definitely gonna watch it now after doing a lot of research on this um so the lamb's daughter they are immigrants from Hong Kong who opened up a restaurant in Burnaby just outside Vancouver Canada um and she was a student like I said at the University of British Columbia um so you know while she was in school she was really struggling i think with her mental health so she decided she would go on a trip down to california just by herself no one else so uh she visited the san diego zoo and posted photos taken there on social media on january 26th she arrived in los angeles after two days she checked into the cecile hotel near downtown skid row now if you don't know what skid row is go look it up because it is pretty fucked um it's kind of like um vancouver's hastings street i think it's west hastings or east hastings i can't remember which one it is but it's um it's like that just like a lot of like homeless people a lot of substance abuse it's just a pretty rundown area so lamb was initially assigned to share a room with two other people on the fifth floor however her roommates complained about what the hotel's lawyer would later describe as quote certain odd behavior end quote and she was moved to a room of her own within those two days it was built as a business hotel um so the cecile was built as a business hotel in the 1920s and the cecile fell on hard times during the great depression in the 1930s and never recaptured its original market as a downtown de- as downtown decayed in the late 20th century several of los angeles's more notable murders have happened or have connections in the hotel in 1964 goldie osgood the quote pigeon lady of Pershing square uh was raped and murdered in her room at the cecile a crime that has still never been solved maybe i'll have to do that one we will see Serial killer Jack Unterweger and Richard Ramirez both resided in Cecile while being active serial killers. There have been also many suicides, which one of them actually killed a pedestrian as they jumped from the building in front of the entrance of the hotel, which is so fucked up. Like, that is so messed up. I can't even imagine you're just walking down the street one day and then boom, your life's over because someone decided, you know... To commit suicide <laughs> just literally so fucked up but this whole this hotel it was built on like a fairy fort or something it's got some bad juju going on i wouldn't stay there anyways um so lamb had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression she had been prescribed four medications uh to help treat her disorders according to her family who supposedly kept her history of mental illness secret which it's so sad that families feel the need to do that um you know in my head i feel like the more people who know the more people are going to be able to understand and who are going to be able to help you and to be able to like you know empathize with you empathize with you not emphasize 
<laughs> because it's true. Like I feel, why are people so ashamed? It's okay. It's okay that not everything is fine. People are always putting on this front that everything's fine. That's why our world is so fucked up. You know, we're all a little bit fucked up. We all have our issues. Just own it. Just get on with it. Christ. So they did keep it a secret. That was their own choice anyway. So Lamb had no history of suicidal intentions or attempts. Although the woman report claimed she had previously gone missing for a brief moment in time. Um, so in the mid in mid 2010 lamb began a blog named ether fields on blog posts over the next two years she posted pictures of models and fashionable clothing and accounts of her life particularly her struggles with mental illness so lamb obviously used this as an outlet for her to express her emotions and to tell people like what how she was feeling and what was going on and all these things and i uh, i really think that that's quite sad that she I'm glad she used something, but she could have had more. She could have had her family to talk to. She could have had her sister to talk to. And, you know, she just decided not to. And maybe this was a safer place for her because they might have judged her. They might have just been like, oh, take your pills and wait till you get better, you know? Um, which is really, really upsetting to me. Um, in January of 2012, in the blog post, Lam Lamin, uh, sorry, explained that she had a relapse. Um, at the start of the current school term and she dropped she, she was forced to drop several classes leaving her feeling quote so utterly distractionless and lost she titled her post quote you're always haunted by the idea you're wa- wasting your life after a quotation from the novelist Chuck Planetinchuk I don't know how you say his name she used that quote on her bio of her blog Lam worried that her transcript would look suspicious with so many withdrawals and that it would result in her being unable to continue her studies and attend graduate school. A little over two years after Lamb had started blogging, she announced that she would be abandoning her blog and, and, and she would start up another site on Tumblr. Its content mostly consisted of found fashion photos and quotes and a few posts of Lamb's own words. Um, and the same quote that she had used in her original bio was now in this new bio on Tumblr. Her disappearance. Uh, so Lam contacted her parents in British Columbia every single day while traveling. And on January 31st, 2013, the day she was scheduled to check out of the Cecile uh, to leave for Santa Cruz, they did not hear from her. And that caused major despair in the family. They immediately called the LAPD. They were so worried. And her family flew down to help uh, with the search, hotel so- uh, hotel staff saw uh, hotel staff who saw Lamb that day said uh, she was alone outside the hotel. Katie Orphan, a manager of a nearby bookstore, was the only person who recalled seeing her that day. She was outgoing, very lively, and very very friendly. While gathering while gathering gifts to take home to her family, um, Orphan told t- uh, CNN that she was concerned about the book that she was buying if it was too heavy for her carry-on so she was planning to go home um and this was in the day that she went missing you know she was planning to go home she was planning to get back um to canada to vancouver so police searched the hotel and extent till that they could that they literally could excuse me they searched lamb's room and had dogs go through the building including the rooftop but the canines were unsuccessful in detecting her scent. 
Uh, they didn't search every room. Uh, we could only go into the room that had a, prob- a probable cause. To more help, more help was needed. Flyers with her image were posted in the neighborhood and online. It brought the case to the public's attention, even through the media. And the biggest thing that caught the media's attention was the um, elevator video. So the video icon footage of Lamb from the elevator in Cecile Hotel on February fifth, fifteen. Sorry, February 15th. After another week with no sign of lamb, the LAPD released a video of the last known sighting uh, of her being taken to seal elevators by a video surveillance camera on February 1st. This video drew worldwide interest in the case due to lamb's strange behavior and has been extensively analyzed and discussed. In the clip, the camera at one of the elevator's cabs near the corners are down from the ceiling, offering the view not just of its interior, but of the hallway outside as well. And somewhat grainy and it's, it is somewhat grainy and the time set at the bottom is obscured. At some point, Slam's mouth is pixelized. At the start, Lam enters. She's in a clad red zippered hoodie uh, over a grey t-shirt with a black with black shorts and sandals. She enters from the left and goes into the control panel, appears to select several floors. And in the video you see her, she's literally pressing every single button. Um, after a few seconds during which the door fails to close, she steps to it, leans to the, leans forward so her head is through the door, looks in both directions, and then quickly steps back and backing up against the wall into the corner near the control panel. The door remains open. She walks into it again and stands in the doorway, leaning to one side. Suddenly, she steps into the hall. Then to her side, back in, to, she backs in, looking at the side, then back out. Then she steps sideways again, and for a few more seconds, she mostly is invisible behind the wall. She has her back to uh, just the inside. The door remains open still. Her right arm can be seen going over her head, and she turns to re-enter the cab, putting uh, both hands on the side of the door. She then goes to the control panel, presses more, many more buttons, uh, some more than once, and then returns to the wall she had come into the elevator from, putting both hands over her ears briefly as she walks into the section of the wall she had been standing there before, and the door still remains open. So this is really just one, it's, you can just tell in this whole video she is just in complete despair the whole whole time like it's really crazy so she turns to her right and begins rubbing her forearms together she waves her hands out onto the sides with palms flat and fingers outstretched while she's bow- uh, bowing forward slightly and rocking gently this is this all can be seen through the door which remains open after she backs to the wall again and walks away to the left it finally closes the video is report reposted widely including the chinese video sharing site yoku where it got 3 million views and 40,000 comments in its first 10 days many other commentators found it unsettling to watch you when i mean you have to watch this video really do it really paints a picture of what was going on and it really it really does worry me that like she was have some sort of like psychotic break and she was really struggling and um or you know it could be something paranormal she was just possessed or you know she was off her head on something but you know toxicology reports show that she wasn't and she was fine and it seemed to be of like natural drowning um it's just so crazy to me so 
Um, I just, I don't really know. Um, several theories involve, uh, evolved to explain her actions. Uh, one that was Lan was trying to get the elevator car to move in order to escape from someone who was pursuing her. Others suggested that she might be under the influence of ecstasy or some other party drug, but none was detected in her body. When her bipolar disorder became known, the theory uh, that she was having a psychotic episode also emerged. Other viewers argued that the video had been tampered with before being public. Besides the obscuring of the time snap, they claimed parts of it had been slowed down and nearly a minute of footage had been discreetly removed. This could have been simply to protect an identity of someone who otherwise would be in the video but had little or nothing to do with the case, or to conceal evidence if Lamb's disappearance and death had been a result in a criminal act. So moving on then to the... the sorry <laughs> moving on to the skirt oh god moving on to the discovery of the body it only took me like 10 million tries um during the search for lamb guests at the hotel began complaining about how low the water pressure was some later claimed their water was colored black and had an unusual taste christ oh fucking mighty i would lose my life i would lose my life that is just disgusting to me god i am so sensitive to smell there's probably some stank smell as well gross anyways on the morning of february 19th lamb's body was found in one of the four 1000 gallon three it's that's 3785 liters yeah that's quick math uh no i did not do that in my head um you probably know that anyways Tanks providing water to guest rooms, a kitchen, and a coffee shop. The tank was drained and cut open since its maintenance hatch was too small to accommodate the equipment needed to remove Lamb's body. On February 21st, the Los Angeles Coroner's Office issued a finding of accidental drowning with bipolar disorder and significant factor. First of all, sorry, I need to go back. Could you imagine? getting a phone call and your maintenance workers come up and he's like okay look let's just see what's going on the water tank and then boom you find a fucking dead body what the hell like i just i really i i just don't even know like what i would do like I, that would just freak me the hell out it'd be just so terrifying um i'd probably scream i probably would and i'm probably like is this real um so uh where was i the full coroner's report released in june stated that lamb's body had been found naked clothing similar to the ones that she was wearing in the elevator video was floating near her in the water coated what with a quote sand like particulate end quote her watch and room key were also found with her Lamb's body was moderately decomposed and bloated. It was mostly greenish with some marbling evident on the abdomen and the skin separation evident. There was no evidence of physical trauma, sexual assault or suicide. Toxicology reports incomplete because there is not enough blood not enough of blood was preserved and show traces of consistent with prescription medication found among her belongings plus non-prescription drugs such as I don't even know what this is. Sinatuib and oh, ibuprofen. I know what that is. A very small quantity of alcohol, 
was present, but no other than recre- no other recreational drugs. Unsolved issues were that the investigations had determined how Lam had died, but did not offer an explanation as to how she got in the tank in the first place. Now, the picture of Lam, she's quite a small, skinny girl, like very, very tiny, petite woman. And that to me would be a major mystery, like how on earth she even ended up in the bloody thing. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's very sad to think that, like, how, what, what was her thought process going in there if she was having a psychotic break you know like um did she really think there was like someone after her like really like what was her whole um thought process you just you don't know um the investigation has determined how lamb had died but did not offer an explanation as to how she got in the tank in the first place doors and stairs that access the hotel's roof are locked with only staff having a passcode and keys and any attempt to force them would supposedly have triggered an alarm. However, the hotel's fire escape could have allowed her to bypass the security measures if she or someone who might have had accompanied her there had known. A video made by the Chinese user after Lam's death and posted to the internet showed that the hotel's roof was easy accessible via the fire escape. I remember watching that video. Oh my god! I remember watching that. Um, of that video of that guy. And he kind of went in and he was like, this is ridiculous. Like, it's a fire escape. And he, like, opens the door and not even one alarm goes off. I think there's some, like, weird green flashing light. And he gets up onto the rooftop. No problem at all. I remember actually seeing that video. And I think that might be in one of, like, the YouTube videos. Um, apart from the question of how she got on the roof, others asked if she could have gotten into the ta- uh, a tank herself. All four tanks are four by eight foot cylinders propped upon a concrete block. There is no fixed access to them for the hotel workers had a ladder um, to get into the water. Um, they are protected by heavy lids that would be difficult to replace from within. Police dogs searched through the hotel for lamb even though even on the roof shortly after the disappearance was noticed. They did not find a trace of her although they had not searched the area near the water tanks. Theories about lamb's behavior in the elevator video did not stop with her death. Some argued that she was attempting to hide from a pursuer, perhaps someone who ultimately was responsible for her death, while others said she was really frustrated with the elevator's apparent malfunction. Some people of the th- some people think there's a theory that she was under the influence of elliptic I'm guessing that's to do with um that's what happens when you fucking copy and paste. I don't know half these word. I'm guessing that's something to do with like an hallucinogenic. Anyways, um, drugs are not in the absence of her uh, toxicology screen, suggesting that they may have broken down during the period of her time in the decomposed tank or that she might have been taken by rare cocktails of drugs that were not normal and the screen would not detect. The autopsy report and its conclusions have also been questioned for instance it does not say that when the results of the rape kit fingernail kit or even the were processed it was also records as a subcutaneous pooling of blood in uh, lamb's anal area Ooh, that's, that's not pretty um which some observers suggested was a sign of sexual abuse However, one pathologist has noted it could also have been resulted from bloating in its course of the body's decom- decomposition. 
and her rectum was also prolapsed. Even the coroner's pathologist appeared to be ambient about the conclusion of the plans. Uh, death was accidental. Since her death, her Tumblr blog was updated and presumably through Tumblr's queue option which allows posts to automatically publish themselves when the user is away. Her phone was not found either with her body or in her hotel room. It has been assumed to have been stolen at some time around her death, whether to be continued on updates to her blog were facilitated by the theft or her phone. Uh, the work of a hacker or through the queue is not known, nor is it known whether the updates were related to her death. Ugh, so creepy that that can still happen. Like, she's dead, but her Tumblr is still going. Like, that's like my Facebook or my Instagram running if I died. Creepy! Um, in September, Lamb's parents filed a wrongful death suit, claiming the hotel failed to inspect and seek out hazards in the hotel, presented for an unreasonable risk of danger to Lamb and other hotel guests, and seeking unspecified damages in the burial costs. The hotel argued it would not sorry, it could not have reasonably foreseen that Lamb might have entered the water tanks, which is fair. Like, that's a very, you know, you, you never know if that could have happened. And a water tank of all things like this hotel could have had a pool and this same thing could have happened where she could have drowned in there like it's just you never know you would never have thought that that would happen um the circumstances of lamb death have been compared to the plot elements in the 2005 horror film of doc water in that film the american remake of an earlier japanese film the same base of 1996 short story of koji suzuki a mother and a daughter move into a rundown apartment building. A dysfunctional elevator disclosed the water gushing from the building faucets eventually led to the building's rooftop water tank where they discovered the body of a girl who had been reported missing from the building a year earlier. That is the same fucking shit. That is so messed up. As life had imitated art with dark water, the creators of the films and television shows used lamb cases as inspiration for their own works. In May 2013, the episode of Watershed aired and the season finale of the ABC series Castle, in which New York police detective, the title character, Mr. Novelist, investigates crimes in, quote, watershed. The duo pursue leads the death of a young woman found dead in the rooftop water tank. Um, and there's just, like, lots of, um, um, you know, TV shows that have tried to reenact what it, what had happened to her. In Hong Kong, from which Lam's family had emigrated to Vancouver, filmmakers were also inspired by the case Nick Chung to accomplish an accurate Hong Kong films. And he had also made um, another another video or another movie, you know, in relation to this. Um, and so, basically, nobody has ever found out what had happened to Lam. There's lots of movies that have been made about it. There's lots of documentaries. There's lots of YouTubes. Um, is that what you call them? YouTubes? YouTube videos that have came out. Um, so it's just, it's very hard to know. And it's just one of those really creepy cases of the unknown. Like, who the fuck knows what happened to that young lady? It's very scary. Um, it's very, it is very scary, you know. I, I really think this is such a messed up, unsolved case. And I bet you. It will end up on Unsolved Mysteries. Or maybe it already has. Um, another one I want to do from the Unsolved Mysteries is that one case about that man. I think it's in the first episode. How he was he was found in a hotel room, but it, he came through the roof of the hotel room. 
Um, it was just fucked, and that his phone and his his glasses were untouched, and that's why I think it was like some sort of like a hit job, and they just left his body there, or like they they dropped him from some sort of like helicopter, and he flew through the roof, but then they made sure they found out where he had landed, and they put his glasses and his phone right next to um the hole of where which he had fallen through. Um, it's just like that's such a big mystery to me. It's a really big mystery, and. Now sometimes I really hate these unsolved cases, but other times I just I love to think about them. Um, yeah. So that is the messed up story of um oh my god, I've just bloody forgot her name. I'm so bad. I am such a terrible person. Uh Eli Eliza um Lamb. There we go. Eliza Eliza Lamb, Alicia Lamb. Eliza, Eliza Lamb. Wow, good job, Caitlin. That was a great way to end your podcast. Uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode today, guys. I really enjoyed uh, researching this and watching some videos on it. It's really creepy. I got most of my information from Wikipedia, YouTube, and Murderpedia. Um, you can probably find the documentary on um, Netflix or something, but I can't for the life of me remember what it was but all you gotta do is just watch it up on youtube anyway so the whole thing is on there there's actually one of the videos i was watching was another irish guy and he was he was doing it and he was like and it was in 2003 and he was saying because in ireland they don't say three they say tree like as in tree that grows in your garden um not in all parts of ireland but some parts of ireland and it was really funny to me anyways so that is all i have to tell you today um i hope that you have an amazing rest of your week and tune in on thursday for the next episode please if you have any suggestions again i did the i did the poll to see who liked the live video and it was like i think it was like 85 percent voted for yes for a live chat so now i just need to find out like who i'd like to have on next and how i'm going to do it i might save that for december and do like a christmas episode or something we'll see um but I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all mentally okay and that life is treating you well and uh, stay positive. And um, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe and peace out. Bye homies. <laughs>